This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. Hello, Messenger. I will get to you in a moment. I'm kind of recording a podcast right now, but thank you for dinging at me anyway. Because it is Thursday, as I'm sure you know, we have two games to cover in this episode. The regular syndicated game, of course, and also the final Celebrity Jeopardy quarterfinal matchup. We will have semifinals starting next week, or next time, whenever that is. It's December, so I don't expect the schedule to be super consistent, but we have quarterfinals, or not quarterfinals, semifinals starting next week, or next episode, whenever it airs, and then after those three, we have the finals, and then the season's over. But before we get into the final quarterfinal game of Celebrity Jeopardy, we have a quarterfinal game in syndication tonight because tournaments, 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 and more tournaments. But yeah, we're going to start with the syndicated game as we always do, and then we will move on to Celebrity Jeopardy. So how do we do this? We meet our players. Now, we had one contestant in our syndicated game whose name I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce because I would ruin it and probably inadvertently hurt someone's feelings. But our other two players were Robin and Scott. Um, Mr. Contestant, if you are listening, I am not trying to be rude. I feel like it would be more rude of me to mispronounce your name than to just say, guys, I cannot pronounce this guy's name without utterly crushing it to pieces. So I'm going to be polite and not even try. Because voiceover and talkback have both butchered it. So yeah. Oh, and so has NVDA. When three different screen readers manage to butcher a name three different ways, you just don't try. This was, by all accounts, a very, very close game. There, there's no doubt about that. It, everybody was neck and neck for a huge, huge chunk of the game. Robin managed to double up on the first daily double of the game without even hesitating. And like I said, everyone, everyone was very tightly bunched together during the first round and a good portion of the second round. But Robin landed a daily double that did not go so well. And dropped like 3,000 bucks. Which left a pathway open for one of the other two players to run away with the lead. And nobody, well, nobody exactly took off with the lead to the point where it was out of reach. Scott 
wins the prize for boldest daily double move of the day. Because he wagered like $6,000. Something like that. And based on what, based on the sound, got it right on a very lucky guess. And just the general tone of his voice sounded like, oh my god, I don't know this. Ah! But yeah, it was just, it was one of those crazy, crazy games where you never know what's going to happen next. The score started to spread out a little bit more, you know, of course, in this round because of a missed daily double and then Scott jumping ahead with that daily double that he got. And then our other friend was just kind of right in the middle of it all. But it's not the double Jeopardy round who de- that determines who wins the game. You can be the smartest player in the world in double Jeopardy and that screwing up final will ruin your day and possibly your life. No, not really, but it might feel like it for a little while. But at any rate, on the topic of Final Jeopardy, the only contestant to get the answer correct was the individual whose name I cannot currently pronounce because I would ruin it because I've had three different programs butcher it in three different ways. So once again, to this particular contestant, I do apologize. I just don't want to hurt your feelings by screwing up your name. If I'm not 100% certain how to pronounce someone's name, I don't do it. That's why if I talk to people and their name possibly reads out wrong, I'm like, excuse me, can you tell me how to pronounce your name? Because I think my screen reader is ruining it. But because of the, you know, whole being the only one to answer the clue correctly, this particular contestant managed to snag a spot in the semifinals. And I think Ken said after this, there's only two of those left. Which would make sense because this tournament bracket ends on the 18th and that's a Monday. So anyway, that is today's syndicated game in a nutshell. And now we move on to Celebrity Jeopardy. And of course, we got to meet our players there too. So we have Amanda, Mo, and Kira. And this bunch, oh my lord. This bunch was out there and out there in the best way. This, this game had a lot of energy in it. And it was just... Everyone was pumped to be there. You could tell they were having fun. And they were very, very intelligent. There's, there's no denying that. But just the, the amount of fun that they were having. You just wanted to, you just wanted to hang out with them. Amanda, in particular, seemed to be, you know, really bouncy and all over the place, and I loved it. Because that screamed, this contestant's having fun. I have fun. I have fun, too. Because, like, watching watching her just bouncing around and just having so much fun being there, it was just infectious. You couldn't, you couldn't pay attention to it and watch it without, you know, not feeling good, at least for a few minutes.
I, she actually cracked me up at one point in the game. The answer to one of the questions was, she knew the person the question was about. And she said, I love it when I get a friend for an answer. <laughs> but in terms of, you know, aggressive play. Yeah, that was, that was most department today. And let me tell you, there's you one that knows a heck of a lot about Broadway. They didn't have any Hamilton questions, which made me sad. But that guy knows Broadway. I wish I knew Broadway that well, because, heck, Broadway's fun. I've never actually, you know, been, but I've listened to enough soundtracks to know Broadway's awesome. So, yeah. But just the the amount of fun that everyone was having, it's just it's just tangible. And just some of the things that were said would, you know, crack everybody up. Like the the final Jeopardy category today was applied geometry or something like that. And one of the contestants, I couldn't tell because of the audience clapping and such, who it was, just pipes up and says, I know what I'm wagering. And I promptly clapped back at the TV, too. I promptly clapped back at the TV. Yeah, I know what I'd be wagering, too. Zip. (laughs) Do not ask me geometry questions. I suck at those because geometry is such a visual thing. But I think the clue writers are I think the clue writers are most definitely cranking out new material because I saw a current events question today. I don't remember which game it was in, but I saw it. It was, you know, something that's been going on this year, so it was definitely it was definitely just kind of nice to See what looked like new, new, new material. Sorry, you folks. I'm short on sleep. I was I was up late last night, as you well know. But yeah, I'm I'm all right. I just can't English today. But on the topic of Final Jeopardy, Mo was the only one to get it. Actually, no, no. Um. You got it right. One of the... Pl- I I can't remember if it was Amanda or Kira that got it right. But Mo actually missed it, but was still able to claim the win. I started to say Mo got it right, but no, he just won the game. <sighs> Brain. Function. Can we do that for me, please? But yeah, that was... Like I said, that was today's game in a nutshell. Um, and don't don't forget that even if they don't win the game, they are still getting money for charity. So that's that's the important thing is Jeopardy doesn't, you know, just leave them in the dust if they don't win. They don't neglect their charities just because they didn't win a trivia competition. And I really, really appreciate that. Then again, Jeopardy, from what I can tell, has always been awesome with charity. 
when the guest hosting thing was going on, each guest host got to pick a charity and the contestants' winnings were matched by Jeopardy. And at whatever the guest whatever the contestants won during that guest host time hosting the show went to their charity. So I I like that. You you don't see a lot of competition shows and quiz shows and game shows doing that really anymore and that's kind of sad. I know you've got, you know, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, Celebrity Family Feud, that kind of stuff, but I think those might actually be the only other ones. You can correct me if I'm wrong and I do apologize if I'm you know misleading people, but I just don't see it as much as I used to. But at any rate, that's tonight's content in a nutshell. I'm going to go ahead and sign this thing off. With a quick reminder that I will be late again next Wednesday. I will be at a social function. So my Jeopardy schedule is going to shift. And before anyone asks, no, it is not optional. But just waiting to let you folks know the situation with that. And I will see you folks tomorrow. So as I always say, good night. Thank you for tuning in. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.